Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Boston, the real estate bubble capital of America. You know that scene in The Wizard of Oz, the movie, where Dorothy lands in Oz? This good fairy says to her, Dorothy, you've just landed on the evil witch, and you have immensely improved our neighborhood. (laughs) Well, I think this scene is all about real estate. I mean, this good witch who lives in Oz has been seeing the property values in Oz go to hell, of course, because of the uh, bad witch. And all of a sudden, this girl lands on the big witch in a lovely combination colonial Tudor Dutch style house. And she's telling Dorothy, basically, that now is a perfect time to invest in some suburban development in those fields right outside Oz. And if you still don't believe that this is about real estate, well, what is that good witch floating around in a bubble? Huh? Okay. Well, today's morning story comes to us straight from the front lines of the real estate battle here in Boston and from one of our favorite storytellers, Erica Forensic. We call her morning story, There Ain't No Bubble, okay? The potential is phenomenal. I'd been showing condos all over the South End to this guy, Bill. I love it for nine months. Exactly. We already knew way too much about each other, and I believe he was about as sick of me as I was of him. Okay. It was getting to the point where I wanted to make the sale just to show I could outlast him. Hello. This time, the door opened on a dark, creepy place with paint peeling off the walls and one bare bulb casting eerie shadows. I took a step backward and felt the sharp heel of my shoe spear something soft. Oh my god. I stifled a scream. I had pierced the bloated body of a large dead rat. Uh, so what's the heat? Bill asked, walking toward the window. Natural gas? I said, lifting my leg and trying to kick off the pound and a half of rat satay. Nothing on me like white on rice. And you're so close to 93. So, uh, which is cheaper, you think? Gas or oil these days? Oh, definitely gas, I said, circling the other way around the kitchen island, still trying to lose the rat. I don't know. What about the neighborhood? Isn't it a little dicey? Oh, but definitely gentrifying, I said, trying to scrape the thing off on a banister. You won't be able to touch this neighborhood in two years. Earlier that day, I'd had a deal crash because the buyer hired a psychic to go to the property, take a rock from the ground, and ask it if it was a good place for her to buy. <clears throat> the rock said no. So this will be my career in real estate, I thought. Talking rocks and long, rat-tastic afternoons with Bill. I don't know, he said with a sigh. This place is kind of growing on me. He headed for the stairs to the second floor. I made the after-you gesture then followed him with a sort of click-drag gait. I don't know, Eric. The potential here is phenomenal, he says to me. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Sure, sign right here. Where's my pen? We filled out the papers right there at the kitchen table. Okay. Okay. The offer was accepted. (laughs) Thank you. At home, I tossed my shoes in the fireplace. As I watched them burn, I drank an entire bottle of Merlot. This took me nine months for crying out loud. 
Do I even have the stamina for this? Well, I did it once. Maybe I could do it again. With a fully stocked wine cellar, daily B vitamins, a healthy dose of denial, and flat shoes, I could do it again. It's been years since that day, and I've had plenty of tough days in real estate. But whenever I feel like jumping off a cliff, all I have to do is ask, Hey, Erica, you got a bloated dead rat sporked on your shoe? Nope. It's a good day. I do not. And for the last time, there ain't no bubble, all right? Hello. Today's morning story from our friend Erica Forensic. There ain't no bubble, okay? We got some email we'd like to share with you. Gary, you got one right there, right? Yep, got one from uh, Steve Garfield. Steve writes, Hi, Tony. Look at this comment I got on my video blog. Dear Steve, I'm at NPR.org, and I see a story link about vlogging, and I remember, oh, yeah, I meant to look that up. So I went to the page with the story, and there found another link to the vlogger's map, where I clicked on Boston, then to Garfield's site as a random choice, then found a wonderful interview that, after all these years, finally put a kindly face on an equally kind radio persona, Tony Khan. What a funny (laughs) world. (laughs) You're just a kindly sort. I don't know. I think he saw something different from what I saw. I said, am I really that grainy? (laughs) You're grainy, pal. It was hard for me to look at it, but I'm, I'm glad other people formed a, a more friendly impression. But you can go to Steve's vlog at stevegarfield.com. Stevegarfield.com. You can yeah. see all of the stuff that Steve is transforming into these little videos that are bits and pieces of his life as he observes it and the news as he sees it, bringing a citizen's voice to uh, how we cover the world. So definitely think you should check that out and feel totally free to avoid the first interview that you run into with a kindly-looking elf. (laughs) We also got another email from um, a podcaster. He says, uh, I want to thank you, Tony, and you, Gary, for doing such a fine job with morning stories every week. While I know the show predates podcasting, it's as a podcast that I discovered it. It's the first one I subscribe to, still the one I look forward to receiving the most each week. I just began podcasting myself, and I'm taking the opportunity to write each of the podcasters in my subscription list to let them know about my show. Since you guys are at the top of the list and largely responsible for my taking up podcasting to begin with, yeah, Jay, you say that to all the guys, you're getting the first missive. It's called Audio Lingo. If you go to audiolingo.org, you can read about it and listen to the first two installments if you so choose. We included a little clip of it right here, a reading from a manual that actually existed about how you can survive the A-bomb. No big deal. The bomb does give off dangerous atomic rays, but many completely wrong statements are being made about these rays. Will they make your hair fall out? Will they change you so that you will never be able to have children? And won't they make the whole world unfit to live in? If the rays hit you strongly enough to make you unable to have children, they probably hit you strongly enough to kill you anyway. And there are things you can do to be safe from them. If you are prepared and know exactly what to do, this mist will not do you any harm whatsoever. A group of scientists was appointed by our government to study the Japanese who lived through the atomic bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki in the five years that have passed. 
Not one ray caused cancer in all those thousands of cases yet. Well, speaking about fellow podcasters, Gary, uh, there's another guy that uh, we have the pleasure of seeing in the flesh, actually, quite a bit around Mm -hmm. here, Ben Walker, the uh, host of a great podcast called Theory of Everything. It's also, like Morning Stories, a broadcast on on public radio, and and every once in a while he comes by our offices to borrow a cup of electrons, you know, whatever podcasters do, and borrows a cup of bandwidth. (laughs) And sometimes we can lure him to sit down around a cookie and talk to us a bit. So uh, the other day, in fact, we were talking about one of our favorite subjects, the difference between podcasts and broadcasts, and what the public radio should be doing about it. I I was told by one programmer that he could never imagine my show on his air. And I said, wow, he must really hate my show. And then he told me he was also a big fan of it. And and he explained to me that, no, 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 the problem isn't in my program. It's just that the way the public radio sound of his station is, it could just never fit. And I said to myself, well, that's not my problem. The problem is your air. <laughs> Tell me how specific you got. It's just sound. too loose. It's just out there. It's a little too experimental. It's it's just too weird. Too weird. Too weird. Do you think he had an image that public radio was really supposed to basically wear a tie? Yeah. Uh, Well, not so much wear a tie, but it is what it is. I mean, I think this person is also actually an innovator and is working very hard to change some things in public radio. But at the end of the day, this is just the way it is. Let's talk about what you're going to be doing very soon at the Third Coast Festival sponsored by WBEZ in Chicago. Well, I'm doing a session on podcasting. When's it scheduled to start? October. And... uh, we just kind of joked because, you know, it's pointless to start now because it'll all be different. <laughs> I figure maybe end of September I'll start thinking about what I'm going to talk about. What do you think is likely to change the most in the next month about podcasting? NPR. That simple. I think that if if they get involved with this more seriously, I mean, I just think that most people are coming to podcasting, you know, in the, in the post-iTunes world looking for professionally sounding content. And if NPR has its programs and content available, you may not make it to the iTunes. You might not get outside Mm. of the tent. In coming weeks, we're going to be having more conversations with people who are producing podcasts that we think are really stimulating out there and what they think is also worth listening to besides their own stuff. So a lot more to look forward to. You won't just have to hear us. You can hear about other people you could be listening to if you like stories as part of your podcast diet. And you can also go to another website, ipswitch.com. The guys who are directly sponsoring us and have been pretty much since we got started as a podcast, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H, check them out. Ipswich, a leader in a leader. file transfer software, file by the way. <laughs> Go to wgbh.org slash morning stories and also morning stories at wgbh.org. Be a part of the community. Those of you who have been kind enough to encourage us have been saying, keep the stories coming. <laughs> so we'll do that. And I look forward to catching up with you with a new one next week. Take care.